most likely heard me talk about the zero-sum game as being one of the most dangerous social strategies, also the way to ruin a relationship completely. But, do you actually know what a zero-sum game is? Today, I'm going to unpack the concept of the zero-sum game so that you fully understand it. A zero-sum game is a scenario in which one person's gain is another person's loss. It's essentially win-lose. Now, by definition, seeing this, you can see that it would set up a social dynamic that is antagonistic by nature. Not only that, it implies a conviction to the idea that resources are finite and limited. What this does is it makes it so that people stop functioning in a cooperative way, and instead they begin to function in a competitive way. This creates danger in the social sphere. What it creates is a person that can't take somebody else's best interest as a part of their own best interest, so they begin to act selfishly. In fact, other people's best interests, including needs, desires, and preferences, are viewed as a competitive threat. So you can understand the zero-sum game better. I have a few examples for you. One, a toddler sitting in a high chair. He says, I'm not hungry. His mom will not accept this. He won't accept that this is in his best interests. Thus, she rejects his truth and shoves a spoon of food in his mouth, or makes him sit there until he finishes it all. If he does, she wins, and he loses. An employee demands a certain salary, even though this is not in the best interest of the company at all. He says, pay me this, or I quit. A father decides he is uninterested in facing his personal insecurities, and therefore begins to focus on one of his sons being his problem. He turns his son into the scapegoat of the family. He designates his other son as the one who he loves and identifies with. This son has to let go of his identity to stay on his father's good side. He turns this son into the golden child of the family. He is, in fact, playing a zero-sum game with both of his sons. A couple is having problems with their sex life. The man wants more sex, and the wife isn't interested in it. If the man demands more or else he will cheat, he is playing a zero-sum game with her. If the wife says no, and he'll just have to deal with it, she's playing a zero-sum game with him. 5. A conversation takes place between two politicians who are in conflict. They enter the conversation completely focused on debating to win the argument and win support of the observers. They're not interested in considering each other's perspective, they are both interested only in their own best interests, which is why they're interested in winning the debate. They are playing a zero-sum game with each other. A person is hungry, and therefore hunts and shoots an animal for food. Two opponents square off at a sports game. There will be one winner and one loser. This is a zero-sum game. But what sets this zero-sum game apart is that both have consented to potentially losing. Neither person has been forced into a situation where they have to fight to win. Both are consciously engaging in this zero-sum game for mutual best interests, such as the improvement or expansion of their craft, or the mutual opportunity to add to one's personal achievement record. The zero-sum game is the hallmark of dysfunctional relationships. Any type of social group will develop zero-sum games if they're in a dysfunctional state. This doesn't just include partnerships, this also includes company dynamics, and most especially, probably most importantly, family dynamics. In a dysfunctional family, what sets the stage for everything is the zero-sum game. The law of the land in a dysfunctional family unit is every man for himself. The reason that it's hard to recognize this is because people develop all kinds of different strategies in order to meet their needs for their own self-centered interests in this type of a family dynamic where the law of the land is every man for himself. For example, one person may turn into a dictator and start punishing people when they don't cater to his or her every whim. 
Another might begin to self-sacrifice entirely as an attempt to see themselves as saintly. But the thing is, is that the strategies that people pick for their narcissistic endeavor in a dysfunctional family unit becomes a lose-lose for everyone involved. For example, if the person becomes a dictator, they win by getting their needs met, but the people around them lose by having to conform or face consequences. The person who becomes a self-sacrificer will get their self-esteem, but will have to set someone in the household up as the bad one in order to keep that identity. In situations where a zero-sum game is being played, there's usually a very poor understanding or respect for boundaries. But that being said, most people have no idea what I mean when I say boundaries. They're thinking of a fence. When I say boundaries, most people are only thinking in terms of no. So you can understand boundaries more in depth. I want you to watch my video called Personal Boundaries versus Oneness, How to Develop Healthy Boundaries. Part of what comes along with personal boundaries is personal best interests. Now, why would we be concerned with personal best interests when we're talking about any of this subject? Because the definition of trust to trust something is to rely upon it to capitalize upon your best interests. Essentially, trust happens when somebody takes another person's best interests as part of their own. And by definition, this creates a win-win scenario. So you can see that by definition, a zero-sum game destroys trust. Trust and love are the most important things to develop in a relationship. Now, this is like I'm saying the same thing that everyone's ever said about relationships before, but here's the thing. Most people have no freaking clue what trust is and what love actually is. So what I mean to say is what love actually is and what trust actually is is the most important thing to develop in a relationship. The zero-sum game is absent of both. And this becomes a gaslight. A gaslight is you didn't see what you saw, you didn't hear what you heard, you didn't feel what you felt. It's basically when you know the truth of something is one way, but everyone's saying it isn't. Now, in a dysfunctional family unit where the zero-sum game is played, or a dysfunctional relationship, people are likely to say, I love you so much, and you can trust me. But let me assure you that there is no actual love and no actual trust present or possible in this type of relationship. It is, by definition, an unsafe relationship. To understand more about trust and love, watch my videos titled, What is Love? and how to have a safe relationship. There may be situations in life where it is not possible to find a win-win scenario, the way you're thinking about it. When this is the case, the focus of both people becomes about the incompatibility. The way to keep a relationship safe when incompatibility exists is now the two people who are involved in the situation decide together what to do about that incompatibility. They still take each other's best interests as a part of their own, but both look for the closest win-win scenario they can, given the incompatibility. For example, if there's no win-win way for a couple to stay together, the win-win becomes about the highest and best way to part ways for both of them. People who have learned to play zero-sum games in relationships are often the worst at looking at incompatibility. They refuse to accept incompatibility, even if being in the relationship is destroying the other person. They're playing an I-win-you-lose game, right? So they don't really care whether the other person actually is in alignment with their best interests in terms of staying in the relationship. For this reason, it is critical for you to understand and accept incompatibility in relationships and learn what to do about it. For this reason, I urge you to watch my video that's titled Incompatibility, 
a harsh reality, in relationships. In order to end a zero-sum game in any relationship, your need for peace, connection, and mutual happiness actually has to be higher than any other need that you're currently fighting for within that relationship. Of course, this is easier said than done for most people, because they haven't really chosen that what they want above everything is healthy and safe feeling relationships. Why we blame them? Because they've grown up in a world and in a society, and they've grown up in families, and they've grown up in other relationships beyond their family, that teach them that if they don't fend for themselves, no one else will. It's very hard to let go of a thinking about myself and my own needs strategy when it doesn't feel like anyone else is going to look out for them. Now the one exception to this rule that I'm giving you, that your need for connection and your need for mutual happiness and your need for that closeness has got to be greater than other needs, is with triangulation. When somebody is triangulating, the specific need they're trying to meet quite literally is connection. However, they're creating that connection and that sense of closeness and security in the relationship by creating a zero-sum game against someone else. The very worst thing about a zero-sum game is it locks you into one yourself, even if you don't want to be playing one. It puts you in a lose-lose, and here's how. If somebody begins to play a zero-sum game with you, if you don't fight for your best interests, you lose. If you do, not only does that destroy the relationship with the person you're playing the zero-sum game against, it's also a guarantee that even if you do win, you'll get hurt. Integration is the end of the zero-sum game. In a state of integration, what you're doing is you're taking the other person as a part of yourself. You're taking their best interests as a part of yourself. Therefore, you can't hurt them without hurting yourself. Also, to the flip side, you can't hurt yourself without hurting them, can you? So what this creates is you're not going to self-sacrifice, and you're also not going to bulldoze their best interests. You're going to commit together in all scenarios to find the highest and best win-win in any scenario. The second thing to do to end the zero-sum game is holding both love and trust, what they really are, as the pillars that you build your relationships between. There is a space between any two entities, the space we could call us. This space is in fact where a relationship develops, and that relationship can be treated like a third entity in the relationship itself, like a child. All relationships must be treated as if it is a child. Anytime you are playing a zero-sum game, you are in fact destroying that third entity, the relationship itself. You might as well be starving a child to death, or abusing it. The win-win scenario is what strengthens this child that we could call the us, or the relationship itself. I also need to remind you that even if you do quote-unquote end relationship, <laughs> you're still in a relationship with that person. It's just a differently configured one. The reason is, is that this person didn't cease to exist in the universe the second that you stopped having a relationship with them. Therefore, there still needs to be a commitment to the win-win scenario. There still needs to be a commitment to the safe relationship, even though you've decided that what's safe or good for your both of your best interests is not to be with each other anymore. For example, you're now ex-partners instead of partners, so there's still a third entity to take care of. The zero-sum game should never begin if you break up, so to speak. The commitment still needs to be to the highest and best win-win that can be found. A win-win scenario is the third element, or the third option, within any scenario. Our commitment needs to be to this third element. 
Now, finding this third element is very different than compromise in a relationship. For those of us that are interested in healthy relationships, compromise is in fact a dirty word. You might as well be swearing. A compromise is by definition an agreement or a settlement of a dispute that is reached by each side making concessions. Concessions implies giving something up that you don't want to give up. Therefore, what people are really saying when they're compromising is, I'll take a little pain and you take a little pain. The thing you got to understand about humans is that people can't actually do this. Most people aren't aware they can't actually do this, it's just they compromise and then down the road they're still feeling resentful. The reason is that if you give up something you don't want to give up and it causes you pain, that pain causes you to feel bad blood or negatively towards the other person who you've compromised for. It's a way to set your relationship ups for failure. In a true win-win, even if you end up giving something up, the giving up of that thing won't in fact cause you pain. In fact, it won't feel like you're making a concession. It will feel like you've found something that's also a, yeah, that alternative is also good for me. The zero-sum game is not really a relationship. It is I, me, and mine. Now, you can't actually do this in a relationship. Why? Because you have to accept that if you are going to stand squarely on the side of me, mine, and I, i.e. playing a zero-sum game, you run the very real risk of actually losing that relationship. Now, this is something that so many people in relationships have had to find out the hard way. This is something that companies have had to find out the hard way. So many marriages end because of this. So many business partnerships dissolve because of this. And so many parents lose their children once they become adults because of this. These parents spend the formative years with their children, playing zero-sum games with their children. Of course, they're not conscious of it. They just call it parenting. It's what their parents did to them. They spent those formative years subconsciously putting these children in the position to lose, but to gaslight them by saying, it's good discipline. I'm doing this for your own good. Everything I've ever done was for you, and I love you so much. If you can't see your child as a person, a person with boundaries, meaning personal needs, personal feelings, personal desires, personal best interests, and work with those instead of just making the decisions for them. You are playing a zero-sum game with your children. In any relationship, there can be no true winner when there is a loser. There is only strength in a relationship if there is mutual benefit in it, as so many people who have lost relationships have found out the hard way. The time has come on this planet for human beings to end the zero-sum game with everything in existence. With themselves, with the world itself, with other species. The thing is, in a relationship, if one person wins and another loses, or one being wins and another loses, both of them ultimately lose. The great history of wars on this planet should perhaps be the greatest teacher of this concept. Have a good week.